0: the underwriters, give them a hand tonight as they come.
1: Dreams. Surrender! Surrender!
0: Amen, my three favorite girls in the world amen i appreciate their music their ministry man we've had a great week amen i'm telling you what tonight i'm looking forward to it on the occult so you get some insight tonight i'll tell you what i mean from the beginning the rapture we got our hearts right ready looking amen uh then uh uh, last night on signs incredible tonight's gonna be incredible as well let's give our evangelist hands he comes tonight Testing. There we go. Amen. Glory to God. They got their voice from their grandpa, probably. <laughs> yeah, glory to God. I've known Pastor Larry forever. He told you the story. We used to st- stand in Prescott, amen, outside in the snow, amen, waiting to get back in. You talk about radical. Amen. All day in line just to get in line for the service that evening. Amen. We come out of the morning seminars. Amen. And most of the time it was in the snow. In the winter. In the summer it was in the heat. Amen. So Genesis chapter 3. Amen. And I want to minister basically where I developed this ministry is I was the executive director of the Area Agency on Aging of the two largest rural populated counties in Arizona. And I was selected by the government to go to government training in Estes Park, Colorado that was being labeled as future leadership in America training. At that point in time, I didn't know what this was all about. Uh, I was the director and They uh, I was put in that thrust into that position. I really believe it was God that put me there. And so I went to this training for two weeks. It's like going to a Bible conference where they brought in speakers from all over the world. And it was right there that God began to speak to me. I was the door director in our church. I knew I had a calling of God in my life, but I had no idea what God was showing me. Until he spoke to me these words, this is the way this nation is going to go. And that's what he told me. So I went back and told my pastor at that time what I had gone through, because these guys were all brought from all over the world to indoctrinate us with New Age philosophy. And so right there, God began to. So I got back, told my pastor, he said, you need to put a sermon together on what you experience. And I put this one together that I'm going to share with you tonight. Amen. And I've been doing for over 30 years and just expanding on it because I'm telling you, prophetically, I've preached this all over the world. And now it's right in front of our face. So I'm going to give you a little history on the new age. Genesis chapter three, because people think the term new age or the new world order is relatively new. But let me tell you, in America, we can go back to the summer of 1944 at a semi-secret conference in a secluded Georgetown estate known as Dumberton Oaks. Uh, There was a meeting there held of mainly American, British, and Soviet officials in high positions. Out of this conference, which was the first in a long train that eventually would give us what is now known as the IMF or an International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, NATO, and eventually out of this would evolve what is now called the United Nations. Every one of these organizations exists for one reason, and that is to promote what is called today the New World Order. In the US this started uh, uh, with former President Jimmy Carter, who began to advocate publicly. He was the first president that publicly began to advocate for a new world order. Former President George W. Bush referred to the new world order as a reason to first send our troops into the Persian Gulf. And listen to this on 9 11, 1990, in that interesting, the same date, he stated, Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order, can emerge. Nobody knew what he was talking about. And maybe some of you still don't. But you're going to find out tonight what he was finding about. I want to minister on the new age, amen. And so let's look out of Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. Because it goes back deeper than that. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil let's pray Lord I come before you in the name of Jesus I ask the anointing that will destroy every yoke of bondage I pray loose the conviction of the Holy Spirit God anoint these lips of clay to proclaim your truth in this place I come against every spirit of opposition to the truth God, I cast down every false doctrine and every spirit of false doctrine that would try to indoctrinate and lie and deceive your people. Give them revelation concerning the day and hour we're living in, and I carefully give you the praise and the glory and the honor for all you're about to do in Jesus' powerful name and all God's people said, amen. Amen. Let me give you a little background very quickly on the new age, because it has permeated into every fabric of society as you and I know it. Amen. I began, when I began to study this and I began to find out all the different directions it was going, amen. At that time, I was involved in, in uh, like I said, the elderly, amen. But I saw how quickly it got into the medical field, the nutritional field, amen. There are secret societies, amen, uh, such as President Bush was involved in something that was called the Skull and Bones. Uh, these are all secret societies uh, that are heavily involved in the New Age movement. Out of that has come many secret societies, amen, and including the Illuminati, amen. Many of you heard that. Which is now, uh, many of Hollywood is involved in the Illuminati. Many of your famous rappers and Hollywood stars uh, are involved in the Illuminati. Including Beyonce and some of these other people. And I'm going to show you more of that tonight. Amen. And so the New Age has broken into every fabric of society. Even sadly into the church. Amen. What a New Age religion. But even in the Christian church, it was back when uh, Robert Schuller began this strange doctrine of I am. And that he began to teach these people, uh, amen, uh, to use that term, I am, which we know is God saying, I am that I am, amen. So basically, it's a doctrine that teaches that you are God. And that's the main thing about the New Age, uh, is that exactly what the devil lied to Eve about amen you don't have to need you don't need God you just you need you can be your own God which is what the new age teaches Kenneth Copeland teaches that same doctrine Benny Hinn they use what is called the I am mantra amen and that has come through the positive mental attitude that permeates in the mega church Where, you know, they don't preach on sin, they preach everything, because why? Sin is, that's negative. We're all positive, we have to promote the positive. So there's a lot of this, amen, that is being promoted, uh, and even through all the different techniques that are involved in the New Age movement, like relaxation therapy, aromatherapy, EST or Earnhardt seminar training, Zen is involved amen reflexology all these different things are involved chiropractic are involved in the new age movement i remember even the songs i was in this very church i remember when pastor hector was here and uh, and, and i expose this amen because there's uh, that they use the i am mantra and even in Christian songs, and as some of you were here, I exposed it and I remember being at, uh, out after the service with Pastor Hector because the, something in the service didn't hit me right well. I already knew about one song. Uh, uh, how many remember the former Christian singer, amen, who was a pervert and an adulterer, Israel Houghton? He was all famous now. Where did he disappear? Well, he's with his honey babe and left his wife and he's with his honey babe in Hollywood. She's some kind of actress over there. Hello. He sold. He became a a Christian song prostitute to whoever paid the highest bidding. And his latest, he was the song leader for Mr. Smiley Face. Y'all so good. (laughs) But I remember I was here And then the church in that song service that night, they sang, and I had already begun exposing this, and it was really funny, because once I researched this out, it was the next five churches that I did this seminar in, every one of them, they all happened to be singing that song in their song service. My wife was with me in a lot of and she was a matter of fact she was with me that day we we're preaching here and, and I was preaching here. And then she just looked at me because she knew when they were singing that song what I was going to hit in that. certain. Now you tell me if that's coincidence or if that's not God. Uh-huh. He says I will expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Well anyhow they sang I am a friend of God. I became very popular in our fellowship and I knew I didn't like it for some reason but I didn't know until I researched it it has the I am mantra and then they sang another one that I didn't know but it felt weird amen and then they sang a song about the blood and all of a sudden you felt the Holy Ghost back in the service so we were out in the uh, service eating dinner I asked Pastor Hector I said was that second song that you sang uh, an Israel Holden song? He goes, I don't know. So he called the song leader at that time. I don't remember if he's even here anymore. But, and he, he called him and he said, yeah, it was. And it had I am in it too. And it was an Israel Houghton song. See, I am is a mantra that says basically I am God. That, and I'm a friend of God. How many times do you have to repeat I am a friend of God? And in the other one, I can't remember the name of it offhand, but I began to expose that, and it was interesting. The first five places I preached this in, they all sang that song that night in their song service. Politically, the United Nations is a New Age organization. The Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, other members within the U.S. government, amen, are involved in these. So let me give you a little history. So let me show you the political dominance through four administrations and give you the history just through 1977 to 2001. The first one was the Carter administration. Like I said, he was the first president to publicly promote the new age and the new world order. So you see Jimmy uh, James Earl Carter is at the he's the president of the United States at that time. But you see the wording underneath, if you could see it, it says he's a charter member of the TC. That stands for Trilateral Commission. In his cabinet, Walter Mondale was vice president. He's t- t- two letters down there, two different letters CFR's Council on Foreign Relations Trilateral Commission. And you can see. Many of his administration was involved in the same thing. General David Jones, who was chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff at that time. And then these other people, US Arms Control and Disarmament Agency, Treasury Department, Department of State, ambassadors, United States Congress, senators and representatives. You see that CFR, the TC behind that, that all stands for Trilateral Commission or Council on Foreign Relations. And we go into the next, the Reagan administration. Ronald Reagan, that was president, was a non-member. George Bush was his vice president. He was a CFR member. Okay? And then you see again in his administration, and there's more people in the different areas now becoming members of these two organizations that are designed, again, to promote the new world order. Then we go through George Bush and by this time he's not only a member of the CFR but he's also a member of the Trilateral Commission. And on his National Security Council Dan Quayle who was vice president at that time was the only non-member except for James Baker Department Secretary of State. But Dan Quayle was ridiculed because he would make a stand because he was a born-again Christian. And so they began to infiltrate more areas of the administration this training that i went through many of these people went through the similar training as a matter of fact let me i'll tell you who was a real some person who was involved in the same training i was amen not that same session but he went through the training because from there we went to william jefferson clinton who is a member of the CFR, Trilateral Commission, and the Bilderberger, and the I Love Monica Lewinsky fan club. <laughs> but see the, this little side thing here? What that means is that he has joint power. I thought our president was the chief of staff. Well, not so, because along him is Richard Thornburg, a member of the CFR, and he's assistant secretary for administration of the United Nations. See, what you don't know is before him, George Bush, he had said in a public statement, it's not the Constitution and the United States flag we pledge allegiance to. It's to the charter of the United Nations. We've been sold out, folks, for a long time now. Then, of course, we went to Obama, who was a puppet on a string. I can make him sing, talk, or even destroy entire economies without moving my lips. That was George Soros with his favorite puppet. If you know who George Soros is, he's a multi-billionaire. And he's the one behind uh, who heavily funded Obama and heavily funded in this current election The Democratic Party. He also funded a lot of these nations where he would buy into their currency. He was the major reason Greece's economy collapsed. What he does is he buys up the money because he's uh, he's a multi billionaire. And when people don't agree with George Soros, all he does is pull his money out and makes the economy collapse. He's been trying to do that here in the United States for a long time. The only problem is we had another multi-billionaire. His name is President Trump. And you can't buy him. Let me show you there. Obama was groomed for the presidency by key members of the Trilateral Commission. Most notably, Zignu Brzezinski, co-founder of the Trilateral Commission with David Rockefeller in 1973. These are all the people that were on the special envoys and different state departments that were involved as well in the Trilateral Commission. And I'm not going to belabor with you that because we're beyond that now. But see, David Rockefeller, who's still honorary chairman of the Council on Foreign Relations, Richard Haas president of the Council on Foreign Relations, Joseph Nye, Jr., chairman of the Trial Commission. They are still currently the chairmen of these organizations. Now, what is the Council on Foreign Relations? The Council on Foreign Relations, according to the late Senator Barry Goldwater from Arizona, he wrote a book and exposed these. And he said in his book that the Council on Foreign Relations was set up specifically to tear down our national boundaries and to bring forth a new world order. The Trilateral Commission is multinational, and it was designed to, as people within the government and the hierarchy of the federal government began to get involved in this, it was set up again to promote the business side and the banking and all the world economies together in other words to bring them all together and solidify them and 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 bring them all together under one organization and so that's why we're trying you know keep this thing how many know that, that like i said they've sold us away from as from as far as the united states of america and then they're pro, they're the ones promoting a lot of this wickedness uh, division why because they see they can't destroy us from without so we're going to destroy ourselves from within the Trojan horse syndrome. The founders. It's very interesting on the Council on Foreign Relations. There's 160 of the largest corporations in America. There are also members uh, or corporate members of the Council for here's all your money. Right here. And look at the beginning. The first one on the list is Bank of America and Merrill Lynch. How many remember when the government bailed out the banks? That was the reason why. At that time, they were trying to get the dollar to collapse. See, if the dollar collapses, what happens? Then you got to introduce some other form of economy or currency. And we know, according to the Bible, this dollar will collapse. That's why they keep producing more and more of them. It ain't worth the paper it's printed on. But sooner or later, it's going to collapse. Look at these people: Chevron Oil, City, Exxon. They're on the founders, OK? Uh, Goldman Sachs, Google, Hess Corporation, J.P. Morgan and Chase, Moody, Morgan Stanley. NASDAQ. There's your stock market. Pepsi. We've been sold out by Pepsi. Okay. Shell Oil Company. <laughs> then there's the president circles. These are another branch. Okay. American Express, uh, Lockhart Martin Corporation, Lockheed, Mastercard. Uh, okay. And uh, all these different places. These are 160. Even Toyota is involved. United Technologies. I think you got most of your banks. Uh, And then, and the affiliates are uh, Airbus Group, okay. I think Boeing's up here somewhere too. Uh, American International Group, uh, even Coca-Cola's on here. We've been sold out by both Coke and Pepsi. (laughs) Amen. These are 160 of the largest corporations in the world that sit as corporate members on the Council for Foreign Relations. What? What? to obliterate our boundaries and establish a one world order other affiliates continued time warner okay us chamber of commerce univision walmart wow xerox see the trilateral commission even their symbol is new age. And this. Is what I call the demonic spider web. Because you got the council on foreign relations. The world forum. And the trilateral commission. And then these are all people that sit on the all three different boards. They interconnect with each other. So I call it the demonic spider web. They sit on the corporations. And they sit on the board of directors of these three major dir- uh, organizations, they're all designed, again, to promote the new world order. So how am already catching it now. And how does this tie into this? Because, see, they believe in the new age. One of their doctrines is, is they have symbols set up. Why? Because symbols speak to something. How many know that uh, the rainbow is a symbol of God? He says, you see this symbol, you see this rainbow, and it is going to remind me that I'm never going to destroy the earth by water again. But see, the New Age and witchcraft also operates by symbols. So I'm going to show you some witchcraft symbols I've been showing for years and adding as others come online. And now they become so popular, I guarantee you everywhere I preach, I preach this in Romania, and I'm telling you, They had never heard this type of preaching. All of the kids are bringing in their national The little kids over there had a little unicorn. Unicorns are demonic. I don't know about you, but I don't trust horses with horns on them. I don't trust anything with horns on it. And have you ever seen one? A real one? These are official demonic occult symbols, the skull and bones. The all-seeing eye of Horus, that's the symbol on the Masonic Lodge, which is where the I am comes. in their initiation rites, they use the I am mantra, initiation into the Masons. That's supposed to represent God, the G in there, but you better ask which God, because this world's got many of them. All of these are symbols, including Batman's symbol there. That didn't come from the Batman series. It's been around for a while. These are all official witchcraft symbols, okay? And I'll get more into some of these, amen? The witch's sign. All these are around. You see some of these things all over the place. This one's pretty popular. The hexagram or the six-pointed star. Let me show you what it represents. The divine mind. It is a false symbol of God's wisdom. Many still use it for occult rituals. See, people see this and they say, well, that's the star of David. Well, let me tell you, it is officially the star of David. But whenever it has the circle around it, then it's a demonic sign. What is that is called in witchcraft. That's called the circle of protection. In Satanism and witchcraft, just like they do with a pentagram, they will paint that on the ground. They will They will put a circle around it and as they conjure up the demon spirit, they are supposed to stand outside of the circle. They they get inside the circle, then they open themselves to that demonic power. And so that is the official Jewish symbol of the Star of David, but not with a circle around it. This is the heartogram, just an, a different inversion. Originally, the logo for the band hymn, it was became a popular symbol for many to represent the blending of love, hate, and life and death. See, the spirit of Antichrist is a blending spirit, and I'm going to explain that more to you. Whenever you see the blending, that's what you're seeing right now. You're seeing a lot of blending, and I'm going to show you more. And so. It's all a blending, again, with the circle of protection that's demonic. It's just uh, an inversion of the other one, and it's called a heartogram. See, the young people love this kind of stuff. They even tattoo themselves with it, curse themselves with it. The Italian horn. this is the whole problem with the unicorn. This comes from the Italian horde. The symbol was introduced by the Lord Druids of Scotland and Ireland. Was used by the Druids to castrate animals and humans. What a nice little tool, huh? It was also been used for luck and fortune. Occultists also use it as a sign of Satan protecting their finances. So you won't pay your tithe to God. Hello. But you'll spend all your money on these little unicorn collections cursing your house. So I did this in Romania, and all these little girls are coming. It was so cute. They were coming with rainbow little unicorns and all sorts of unicorns. I, uh, you know, and so if you some got this stuff, I encourage you, bring it tomorrow. Bring it over here, and we'll tear it up. Amen. The Bible says, remove the accursed thing out of thy house, lest thy house become accursed. Or you can keep it and curse yourself. You're wondering why some of you, you buy these stuff for your kids, and you wonder why Junior comes in, his head spinning around. <laughs> so these little girls brought all these unicorns the next day, because I told them, challenge them to bring them in. All these kids are bringing, most of the little girls had their unicorns. But you know what? I got video of that. They were all tearing them up. Why? They wanted to be set free. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. The broken cross, when this was popular back in my day, I was a hippie, amen. It was the peace, brother. Everybody brought, wore the, the peace symbol. Is that what it is? No, it isn't. It's the circle of protection with a broken cross. This is a mockery of the cross of Christ, a person who joins the satanic cult. Is usually told to turn the cross upside down and break it downwards to show their rejection of Jesus Christ. And this is making a comeback. I'm seeing a lot of children's clothing, shirts, symbols. All sorts of stuff. Amen. It had gone out. Amen. And listen, they're not stupid. My daughter came to me because my little granddaughters, they're just little kids. She always just checks for this stuff. She goes, look how wicked these people are, Dad. She brought me a pair of tennis shoes and it was on the bottom on the sole of the tennis shoe. Hello. See, the devil thinks you're dumb. And some of you are. if You're buying this stuff. Don't even understand you're cursing your kids. The pentagram, the five-pointed star upwards, this is the demonic one used in occult rituals, often it represents Satanism. Again, you see the circle consistently around these things? It's demonic. Now let me go to the new age and ask you, what's the difference? Skull and bones. This has become very popular. Especially, you see it all over the place. What does a skull and bones represent? Death. So people don't understand what they're doing with this is they're cursing themselves with death. And it's everywhere. See? It's on little kids' shoes. It's on their bedspreads. It's on their little bags they take to school. Oh, a pretty little death thing with a bow on it. On Junior's jacket. And then this one has got one. Well, he's modern. He's got some headphones on. But see, this is a demonic symbol too. This is the symbol that's on. How many remember the rock group KISS? You know what that stands for? Knights in Satan's service. But their symbol was the thunderbolt because it means destroyer. Remember Jesus said, I saw Satan fall as how? Lightning from the sky on belts. And then in Arizona, where they're crazy because they celebrate the Day of the Dead after Halloween the next day. And so they got these things all over the place. I've even seen them on the car. You know, it's got the skull mom, dad skull, mom skull, junior skulls, and even got the dog skulls on there. People see, listen to me, people don't have a clue where this stuff comes from. You hear what happens. They see it. Oh, man, that's cool. I want to be cool like everyone else. Well, you want to go to hell like everyone else? What does light have in common with darkness? What does Christ have in common with Belial? That's scriptural. The yin yang. In China's philosophy, yin and yang. Yin is positive, yang is negative. And describes how opposite or contrary forces are actually complementary, interconnected, and interdependent on the natural world. And how they give rise to each other as they interrelate to one another. Again, here's the blending. The blending. This one's become very common. Anarchy. Okay. And, and what is it? anarchy? I mean, who knows what anarchy is? Rebellion. That's all it means is rebellion. So if Junior is a rebel, look for the T-shirt. A situation of confusion and wild behavior in which the people in country, group, organization are not controlled by rules or laws. It's also in the occult. They use this to promote sexual perversion. It stands for, well, see, the A is anarchy, and it goes outside of the boundaries. In other words, break through from any type of boundaries. Rebellion. Oh, there's another New Age symbol. Transgender. Here's your blending. I'm telling you, the spirit of Antichrist is one of blending. Because what are they trying to promote? The blending of the sexes. That's all it is. You got people confused. They don't know what the heck they are. Don't believe me? These are all the symbols now. A bunch of them. They don't know what the heck they are. You know, bisexual, gay, lesbian, homo, transgender, other gender, you know, uh, uh, transgender again, intersexual, male, female. Those were the original symbols. Now you got 160 of them. You talk about confusion. You know what? Hey, you know, it is very interesting to me. Doctors know exactly what they are. The moment that kid is born, they say, it's a boy. It's a girl. And today they go, I don't know what we are. Why? Because people have bought the lie. It's a spirit of confusion. The blending, a spirit of antichrist. They even use their symbol, the LGBTQ. You know, it was interesting. First it was LGB, and then it was LGBT. Now it's LGBTQ, or questioning. In other words, they're confused. But see, the rainbow is their colors. That's their... It's also known in the as the international flag of unity it's a new age symbol as well it's very interesting because you need to study your bible you know how many know the rainbow was god's sign first genesis chapter 916 he says i will place a rainbow in the sky and that's the symbol that i will never flood the earth again but it's very interesting if you study your bible in isaiah 24 verse 5 pull it up and see what it says, that one of the reasons God's going to destroy the earth in the last days is for violating the everlasting covenant. That's what he calls the rainbow. And so this is the ultimate violation right here. When they put that on the White House, I'm telling you, they put that on my in the White House, I begin to Shiver. I thought, oh, God, these idiots do not know what they're doing. See, here's the blending, even in religion. Can't we just all coexist? You see these bumper stickers on cars now. Because every, can't we just all get together and kumbaya? I mean, every road leads to heaven. No, it doesn't. That's not what my Bible tells me. It says broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many are those that are on it. Because, see, that's the whole thing about the new age. They want to bring everybody together in which they're going to do. You read in the Bible when there's going to be one world currency, one world leader, and one world religion. See, they want to bring Islam, Buddhism, science, Judaism, paganism. Wiccanism, and Christianity. Can't we just all get along, you know? We all serve the same God. No. I don't think so. There's only one that rose from the dead. His name is Jesus. And the Bible says his name stands above any other name. The Ankh. This is making a tremendous comeback, too. I see it all over the place. People collect Crosses. I always get. I said, Why do you want to wear a cross? You know, when I got delivered from Catholicism, I took the cross off. Amen. Why? Amen. Because I understood what it signified. Yeah. The death of Christ. Right. Why don't you just wear a 357 over your neck? You want to symbolize death. Yeah. But see, people don't understand where this came from. Egyptian cross symbolizing the mythical eternal life rebirth and the life giving power of the sun. Let me show you the blending. The top stands stands for the female uterus, the loop at the top. The male represents the male phallus. The blending of the two is their union. And people who are involved in Satanism and witchcraft that molest children will wear this. Along with each star next to it representing how many children they have violated. Did I say pedophile? Oh, this is also on the top of the Pope's staff. Some of you don't like what I'm telling you, but you go do your own research and find out if it's not the truth. The circle, this is where it comes from. This is, this is where the hoop earrings come from. And, okay, let me put a disclaimer right here, because some of you ladies are going to freak out. I already had one right there, so you're going to run to the altar with, throw me her gold. If it's 22 carat, you can give it to me. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, you're a female, that's fine. But if you're a male, because look. The ancient and universal oops, let me go back. The ancient and universal symbol of unity, wholeness, infinity, the goddess and female power. Stop it, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> to earth-centered religions, including paganism, see it as a representation of the feminine spirit or force, which is what they're trying to promote on male. The cosmos or a spiritual mother earth and a sacred space. See, this is what I'm saying. People, they don't know where this stuff comes from. They just do it. Just like Nike says, just do it. And have no clue where it came from. See, this has been around for a long time before someone took it. Like I said, don't worry about it, ladies. I have ladies everywhere I do this. They're trying. Oh my God! I got a demonic. No, no, you're a girl. That's okay. You're supposed to have a feminine spirit. Come on, amen. I know some girls, man. Mm, they look meaner than men. I'm talking about blending. Are you catching this? All it is is the spirit of Antichrist that's already on this earth. And here it comes from Hinduism, the circle with a dot in the center, the bindu. In the complex symbolic system of Hinduism and Buddhism, the bindu dot represents the male force. Together, the circle and the bindu symbolize the merging of male and female forces. It's all over the place. Just in different cultures and in different countries and different religions, it's all the same stuff. It's new age. The dream catcher, I have to fight with this in Arizona all the time. I don't know how many houses I pray for. They have these things all over the place for decoration. Then they wonder why their kids are having nightmares it's interesting. I go in there, pray for the house. God takes me to where the source of the curse is. I break this stinking thing, and voila, they can sleep at night. It's the American Indian magic spider web inside a sacred circle. People are told that these mystical relics block bad dreams out and allow good ones to flow through the center. That lie will be your worst nightmare. The wing globe. That's the monad, which is sensed practically the same as the cosmic germ. Uh, I'm not even going to get into this because I might bite my tongue. The wings are, everyone's into the wings today. Let me show you. This came from Egypt. Okay. It's called from the wing globe originally. Yeah. And here's today's version of it. Wings all over the place on earrings and necklaces and wings, wings on T-shirt. You know, you know what it represents? If you study this out, it it represents the fallen angels. I have had people arguing, but Pastor, how do you know it's the fallen angel? I said, how do you know it's not? They put this deliberately out there because people are into angel mania. It's the same thing. They got angel collections. Some of those things, man, I've gone in people's houses with angels in them. And I'm like, I could feel that demon in there. Because how do you know if it's the good one or the bad one? No, the point is the devil wants in witchcraft. Listen, they always use objects. They want to give you something or take something from you. To put a curse on you, they take a strand of your hair, a strand of your clothing, something. It's always moves. You know, Paul said it this. He said that an idol behind every idol is a demon. Always moves through objects. See, it's even in our cars. Become the Mini Cooper, Chrysler, the, so the Wing sun disc is persistently used as a symbol of Horus. The wings in the original image represent the rays of the sun, which is a clear in the Aston Martin logo. Then, of course, we have this on our dollar bill. It's been there for many, many years. The universal symbol representing inner vision, high knowledge, insight into occult mysteries. That's the pyramid, which is a new age symbol with the all-seeing eye of Horus on the top, and by the way, there's the circle of protection. This is on the great seal of the United States of America. And also, Novus Order Seclorum, what translated into Latin means New World Order. I got to get rid of my dollar bills. You should have thrown it in the offering. <laughs> there you go. Thinking, Taiwan? Hold on to it then. (laughs) Freemasons, there's the Masonic symbol of a compass and a square representing movement towards perfection and a balance. Again, there's the blending between the physical and the spiritual. Other media occult symbols the all seeing eye, the 666 hand sign, and the pyramid, which uh, again, there it explains Novus Order Seclorum, which means. A new order of the ages or a new world order. Look at that. Tell me Hollywood's not involved in the Illuminati. Beyonce. She's throwing up the 666 symbol in the all-seeing eye. Drake. Kanye West. That's when they do all that stuff. That's what they're doing. Madonna with the pyramid. There's Drake again. There's some other people. Look at all these guys. Celine Dion. Lady Gag Me. I don't even know whether they, they, they even call her lady. Amen. Lady gag me is right. Amen. It's all over the place. As you can see, you know, I, you see these people throwing it up. I, you know, Kanye West I had a, a picture of him. I don't even know if I have it here. I'll show you uh, at, a, at a concert. They're doing a hologram and he, he's showing it up in the background of him. And he's got the whole crowd throwing up that all seeing eye symbol. It's all over the place. Oh, there it is. A Jay-Z concert, too, as well. Jay-Z, Kanye, and Rihanna better get some clothes on. She's nasty. Amen. Obama Rally, they had everybody doing that. Rapper Drake, they're even doing it in sports. And then I always mocked my son-in-law, who's my assistant. He's a rabid Steelers fan. I said, even the I knew the Steelers were demonic. <laughs> A lot of the sports people are doing this, and not just him, but these football players, they they have no clue. They always want to do these crazy things. Everybody else is doing it. Again, people don't have a clue where it came from. They just want to do it to be cool. Well, there aren't no cool people in hell. Just hot ones. Body modification. okay The deliberate altering of the human anatomy or human physical appearance. Done for aesthetics, sexual enhancement, rites of passage, religious beliefs. This is all demonic. Body modification, scarification, eyeball tattooing, deliberate alterations, corsetry or tight lacing, neck stretches, uh, stretching, the earlobe gauges and plugs. I saw these things in Tanzania when I went in 1995. All the tribes over there, they were in. Now they're in over here. It comes from... Uh, you know, uh, ancestral worship. The tribal lip plate, all these things. And then the portrait of Europa, chosen to be featured on the European banknotes. Very interesting. It shows a woman backwards on an animal or a beast. Okay? What does the scripture say? Revelation 17 three. So he carried me away in the spirit in the wilderness. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. There she is again on the two euro on the coin. Again, the demonic symbol, the circle of protection. They got in all of Europe under their spell over there. Why? Because they're setting it up. That was the test project. How many you know all of Europe is under the Euro? Yep. Most of them. Yep. I forget how many nations. Okay. Uh, the Euro currency of the Eurozone consists of 19 out of the 28 member states of the European Union. Okay? But this was the test project. The test project. One currency dropped the borders of all the nations. And they can just freely go in between all nations. What are they setting up here for? In America. So you haven't seen this yet. But this is one troy ounce of 99.9% gold. Union of North America. That's called the Amero. What do you think the whole situation is of dropping the borders with Canada United States and Mexico and even South and Central America that's what they're shooting for. Sooner or later that's going to come in they've already got it. They got the the model you know for the whole thing. Now I'm showing you what's what's out there already and get again here you see the 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 symbolism the a. And of course, the, the lines are still within the boundary here, but sooner or later, they're, they're just setting up for the Antichrist. See, because this is what they want. They want uh, the New World Order, and what I'm showing you is already in place. They're just waiting for the one who's going to run it. You say, Well, do you know who he is, Pastor? Who do you know? the anti- People ask me all the time. No. And I don't want to know because the Bible says second Thessalonians that when the Holy Spirit, the restrainer stops restraining, then he will be taken out of the way and then the Antichrist will be revealed. So the only way you can know who the Antichrist is, is you got to miss the rapture. The whole world will know who he is then. People ask me, do you know who he is? I mean, you study this stuff. You know. I don't want to know. Come on. I couldn't care less. All I care about is staying safe and get yeah. the heck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Well, I want to know who he is. Well, don't worry. Keep living the way you're living. You'll find out who he is. See, the new world order is now. That's simply all that's happening. But let me show you. There's an escape plan. And like I said the other day on the first sermon I preached here, that's why I deliberately preached on the on the on the rapture, because it, you know, the escape plan has been written in the word of God for a long time. It's not running to the hills. It's not stocking with all sorts of ammunition and food and everything else. And by God, they're going to have not going to take me alive. Well, don't worry about it. You know, that's not what they're after. No the escape plan was written by God first Thessalonians 416 for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with a voice of the archangel with the trumpet of God the dead in Christ shall rise first then we who are alive and remain remember I said that remain faithful shall be caught up or rapturos snatched away. Together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. The rapture. It all comes back to the rapture. The new world order is already here. They've already got everything in place. They're just waiting for you to decide which side you're going to be on. Say, well, I, they will never know. Oh, yeah, they already got they got it. Tomorrow, let me show you everything they already got on you. They know everything about you. They know where you live. They know where you're at tonight by that little chip in your phone. They know you're here. And by the way, I'll share with you tomorrow. After 9-11, that chip has a purpose. They also have a secret little microphone that they don't tell you is in every cell phone. That if you use certain trigger words, the government, if they want to, can listen to your conversation. All done in the name of security. See, the new world order requires an oath as well. You know what it's called? It's called the Luciferian oath. I don't trust anybody with the name of Lucifer people name their cats lucifer they act like him too <laughs> but if you refuse to take this oath after the rapture then they will simply eliminate you they have that within their plans it's called it's called thinning the herd but it's already in the bible Revelations thirteen, fifteen, and he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Since I close tonight, can you risk trying to go through that when you don't have to? Especially when God so loved you that he gave his only begotten Son. That you wouldn't have to perish so that you could have everlasting life. See, the new age, they're talking about the new age. It's already here. It's been here for many years. I've been preaching this stuff. This is all the stuff, the training I went through because they wanted us. Because William Jefferson Clinton went through one of those when he was the governor. Before he became president. The exact training I went through. And he bought it hook, line and sinker. And so have a lot of people in the government. Say, what about President Trump? I haven't found out any information. That's why he wants to drain the swamp, because all these guys are part of the swamp. He can't be bought. Who? I mean, how are you going to buy him? He's got enough money. That's why it makes him so unique as a president. Biden, he's been bought by China. Or his son did. Excuse me. His son. And then he blessed his daddy. But I don't know anything about that. You liar. If you go back, listen, go back and listen to the first, the first, you know, when him and President Trump. I mean, that was a wild scene. Amen. He was going at it. Listen to what he said and then search. If they still have it on Google, you can search. It's got him. Boasting about it on some news program. He's a liar. Just like his daddy, the devil. Are you ready? Because Jesus is coming. I want every head bowed, every eye closed.